Good evening again, Erin. Hello, Kelsey. Long Hello. time no see. <laughs> Long time no see. Full transparency, because that's what we're all about here. We did start recording this podcast and talked for like, what, maybe seven minutes? Probably. <laughs> and realized we weren't recording, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We think we've only done that one other time. One other time, I believe. So we're pretty we're pretty skilled at this. <laughs> Honestly, that's so impressive. So and with that skill, our guest has been eye rolling at <laughs> No, I don't even know because I haven't even been watching the screen. I'm so used to not even looking because it's just me and you. I think uh, eye rolling welcome everyone, Lewis. Woo, I, yes. Hello. I think eye rolling is maybe a bit much. I was definitely shooting side eye looks but i think eye rolling is, is maybe a bit of hyperbole okay well yeah we'll, we'll stick with side eye then okay Lewis, it's our podcast if we say you're eye rolling you're eye rolling well and you, you are the podcast expert <laughs> obviously who, who didn't just totally mess this up really bad <laughs> whatever at least you i noticed you, you could have noticed too you all could have noticed too we could have. We could have. And you know what? I, I will say the fact that it's only happened one time, I think, is a testament. And I said this in the failed non-recording before. Consistency is important. And me saying it in both the recorded and non-recorded version is some additional <laughs> consistency. But the fact that you've only done it once is a testament to the consistency that you both have shown. So Yeah, we're over. really, we are really into just like high quality production here. <laughs> As we were noting in the non-recording recording as well. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, consistency and quality are two are two key important things. Whatever the hell. Okay, yeah. we we have to do some intros about ourselves, Aaron. Then we're turning it over to Lewis. I have mm-hmm. to say this again because it's important. I don't know why. And Lewis has asked one to be on this pod. <laughs> so honored. <laughs> Yep. Yes. And two, we gave him options. We'll introduce those options in a minute. We'll see if your if your decision changed or not when we get there. And it's not we'll... consistency. Okay. And then we'll dive into our topic. So Aaron, what's been going okay. on with you? I like it. Same old, same old. We're we're just running, running, running. I did a race last weekend, 10 mile. Oh yeah. And you wounded yourself. I wounded myself thanks to those sucky crappy 5kers <laughs> yeah they they decided to start all of us at the same time which they've never done in the now four times i've run the race and by the second turn somebody was like trying to get by me because we were like all in like this glob and someone was trying to get by me and they like shoved me like by trying to move their body towards me and so then at the like the second turn i rolled my ankle and then I thought I should just stop, you know, I should just stop because it was in so much pain after. Yeah. And then I kept going and I shouldn't have. And what mile in, were you at when they got? I was literally not even at like mile two. Oh. <laughs> and I just decided to keep going and I totally shouldn't have because my whole right foot went numb. I could barely move. And it was a terrible, terrible finish. <laughs> yeah. And now what has been like running since? It's been a slow week in terms of running. 
I didn't run because usually I run three days and strength train three days. So I've only really, I only ran technically one and a half times this week and then strength trained like twice just because I wanted to lay off my foot. So it's not been great, but I'm, I trucked along today and, and hit 20 as best I could. That's horrible. That's it. I would agree. It is horrible. (laughs) Can I say, as a sucky 5Ker who has run a sucky 5K with you, probably the worst 5K you've ever run. Having the 5K (laughs) and the, what was yours, a 10K? It was a 10-mile. A 10-mile. Yeah, you don't start the 5K and the 10-mile at the same time. No. That's a failure of organizers. Yeah, and I really liked that race because it was like, very well organized and I, I and they like changed the route and everything and so that's why they said that that was the reason why they could start us all at the same time I just think it was like low budget reasons but whatever it is yeah, what the, it is <laughs> the lie detector test determined that was a lie yeah. they were too lazy and started you all at the same time so they had to count down once yep yeah but mm. it's what it is that's pretty much it <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad that your leg or your knee or your ankle, your ankle, your ankle, one part of your anatomy <laughs> down there. I'm glad that your ankle is, I guess, holding up enough to run you 20 miles. So, yeah. I mean, granted, there was some walking that took place today, but that was towards the end when I could barely keep myself up. So. <laughs> Yeah. Are you okay? So, you know, when you train for a marathon, like when you run the races the night before you eat pasta? I have. Yeah. Do you do that like on Saturdays going into Sundays because of your long runs? Mm hmm. Yeah. What'd you eat last night? Just curious. <laughs> well, I didn't have pasta last night, but my mom decided to make something. So she made like this rice. And oh. like sauce, so- like apple sausage thing, which was fine because it had the protein, and then there was some carb to it. Not as exciting as the Olive Garden pasta that you used to get in college. Oh yeah, not not as exciting. You two and your friggin' Olive Garden. <laughs> we just love an Olive Garden. <laughs> I went there a few weeks ago, and instead of like if you want chicken on your fettuccine Alfredo, you could get grilled or like crispy chicken. Now it's some Italian version of crispy chicken and it is amazing so i highly recommend yeah, wait, a pasta dish are you talking here on your alfredo mm-hmm. oh yeah that chicken is fucking fire that is so good like the breaded whatever it's yes. called like it is chicken frita frita oh, like yes, i don't know yes it's exactly what it's called i haven't been Yo, there. It, it's fried chicken yeah, it's, it's just fried chicken. chicken. It's just fried chicken. Yeah, but it's, it's fucking fire. But it's a different it's way of fire. making fried chicken. <laughs> no, it's not. It's breaded. It's fried. Yeah, I this don't think just, it's a different this way. This is just yeah. chicken parmesan. It's the exact same. I guarantee you if you get chicken parmesan at the Olive Garden, it is the exact mm. same piece of chicken. And no roasties because that's delicious. As someone who lives in Florida and who gets public chicken tender subs, which is just chicken tenders on a sub. Agreed. I but love me chicken tenders. Any kind I, of fried chicken. I see why Aaron's saying it though. Agreed. Like when comparing it to a pub sub, that is a different. It is a different technique. Like a pub mm. sub is cl- like flaky. This is not flaky. This is like 
like thinly fried. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a fried steak, but it's mm-hmm. a fried, you know, but, yeah. but it is still fried chicken regardless. So it's like a chicken fried steak, but it's chicken. chicken. So it's yep. fried chicken. Yes, but it is not like a pub sub and you don't be argumentative to be argumentative. A pub sub will flake off. That's the best part about the pub subs is that there's like chunks and the breading is thicker. This is like thin. Right. But like, even a chicken parmesan, like it's the same. Yeah. You know, the I mean, we're on the same page here. We I like all, as much as the next person. Things. Yeah, we're all so heightened about this chicken. It's freaking good. Have you had it? Have you had the chicken alfredo I've, with the chicken frita? I've had fried chicken and, and I've had Olive Garden. And so I feel very confident in saying that I have a pretty good idea of what it tastes like. And yeah, that I'm I, sure that it slaps because it's Olive Garden no. is full of delicious MSG <laughs> and it's fried chicken. And what's not to like? <laughs> Yeah, you need to like go to an Olive Garden in the next week or so and get the chicken (laughs) fritter. Not even a little. Oh, it's so good. I literally Um, work directly upstairs from the best Italian restaurant in the county. There is no way I'm trundling my happy ass a mile and a half down the road to go to an Olive Garden full of Oh, but they provide different needs. I just went to, so Justin and Elizabeth and I this week went to this like shishi restaurant called she wolf where it's like you know there's like a whole story about the name and then you have to make a reservation even on a wednesday and like you you buy the bottles of wine and they pour it so you taste it like one of those kind of places and like i would go there and i would absolutely the next day go to olive garden like absolutely they're not the same they provide different things yeah, but I, I mean, but I don't want to go to the Olive Garden. I know what fried chicken tastes like. But I'm saying this. I'm saying this from a place of love. Here's my new iPhone 15 Pro Max that you know I got on launch day because, of course, I did. But y'all are being very Apple about this right now. Like, oh my gosh, this new Olive Garden fried. It's fried chicken. It's the same fried chicken as the iPhone 14. It's the same fried chicken as the iPhone 13. They did not revolutionize fried chicken. I'm no, sure it's I didn't delicious. Say that they re- no. First of all, Aaron is the one who said it was new. I don't even think it's new because I had it a couple years ago. But two. But it's new to me because, like, I he don't. get it. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't eat Olive Garden that often. Oh but when God. I do. We went through an Olive Garden phase during COVID. That's why, like, where I know I had that particular menu item was, like, in 21 or 22. Like, COVID times. But it's so good. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So, like I said, I went to this fancy restaurant on Wednesday. Then, so I didn't see my family at all on Wednesday. Then Thursday, I had a work event. Then Friday, I did work, but not in the evening. But that's still unusual for me. And so I hadn't seen, you know, I hadn't seen the kids, hadn't seen Alex in in a bit and i because of all that i had made sure that alex because he's not good at planning his own social calendar i had told him you know i'm going to be really busy the next couple of days so you should plan on saturday that you go golfing okay so he goes golfing then he's driving home and he's like i kind of like want to go get a beer and i said great why don't you go to this place treat yourself okay so then that ends up that's what he does. And then he comes home. But he was being such an ass. He was being such an ass. And so then I was getting mad at him. Well, let me also say that we had Kate and her cousin, like who's the same age as Hattie in town. 
And the whole plan was that me and Kate and the kids were going to go do things Saturday and he was going to go golfing. And so obviously I'm going to need the stroller. He took the stroller. (laughs) He threw his golf bag right next to the stroller in the trunk. And so then when he's at the golf course and I'm ready to leave, I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? He took the stroller. So I call him and he's like, I didn't see it. Alex, how can you throw a golf bag right next to the stroller without seeing the stroller? So I just kept saying, because it's also my responsibility to take the stroller out. I just kept saying, I'm just very frustrated. I'm just very frustrated. I'm just very frustrated. I probably said it like a hundred times on the phone because I was trying not to be mad. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then he goes and has his, his like mandate with himself, like the golfing and the beer. Then he comes home and he's being such a dick and so we have kate and we have her cousin and then we have some other friends come over and their kids and so now there's a whole bunch of kids and we have to entertain and they ask him to do a few things while people are over and he's like no you always make me do stuff when people come over and i was about to lose my damn mind because i am like yes that's called hosting when our friend kate asks i say kate would you like something to drink and she says Yes, I would. And I give her the options and she happens to select an option that's in the garage and he's standing in the hallway between the kitchen and the garage. And I say, will you grab Kate a freaking Dr. Pepper Zero? I don't need to hear attitude. And he's like, you asked her what she wanted. So you need to go get it for her. And I, oh, I was like a box of my mind. So then he starts walking out to the garage. I walk out to the garage and I say, you're being a freaking weirdo. You're being freaking annoying. Stop it. And then he says, no, you're being annoying and weird. You're being a weirdo. And, but saying it loud enough that everybody hears. So then I'm extra annoying. Okay. Everyone leaves. And I tell him, there's being so annoying. He's the worst. And I was so frustrated and I was so mad at him. And he was like, basically said the same thing to me. And then he was like, I'm going to bed. I was like, you're going to bed. I was so mad. And then he got mad because he thought that I was getting mad at him for going and doing things, like for going and like enjoying himself during the day. And I said, I'm not mad that you went and did those things. I'm mad that you're being a freaking asshole. And so anyway, we had this nice little argument and then he went to bed and then I was forced to stay awake because I didn't want to lay up next to him. Oh, so annoyed. And so then I thought for sure he was going to come down the stairs for sure, for sure. Um, but he didn't, he fell asleep. And so then I was like, I can't get mad at him because I thought he was going to do something and he didn't because he didn't say he was going to do, you know, so then I had to talk myself off the ledge anyway. And then I ended up going to bed before 10 o'clock, but I was so annoyed. So anyway, we never talk about me. Was there any, I was going to say, so there was no resolution to this? No, no. Then I woke up pissed, but was like, it's like a new day. We just like got to get over it because it really wasn't anything. I think it was like I hadn't seen him in a few days. And then I was expecting him to be like in a good mood because he got to do all the things that he wanted to do. And then he wasn't. And so then I was annoyed. But no. So then he woke up or we woke up or today was my day to kind of sleep in. Usually like once a weekend, like one of us gets to sleep in. But no matter what, I don't actually get to sleep in because I wake up and then I ask him to go get the kids regardless. So that was my day today. So I hung upstairs. Usually I try to get down by 930, but I stayed upstairs till 10. And then. uh... Well, he and I were watching 
watching the race this morning. I know. Usually that's the day I sleep in is the is Sundays because of the race. Wow, what a what a blessing. Formula One sounds like it's a tremendous value add in your it's life. It's not because he really does nothing <laughs> to watch our children other than like slap some food in front of their face and then goes and watches the stupid ass race. But then uh, at one point the race finished and I was downstairs and I was like, oh, who won? Max. Yes. <laughs> and then I just made fun of him for watching a dumb sport that always results in the same thing. Well, and you should then... ask him last week because he yeah, didn't last, last week. week. Well, yeah, Ferrari, so far Carlos last week's Sainz, the only week operator. worth watching. So this anyway, totally worth watching. If you didn't, this was not an F1 recap podcast. Shut up, Lewis. Go ahead. <laughs> well, anyway, long story short, eventually around like 11, 1130, I told him that he was really annoying and he really made me mad. And he said, sorry, that I'm annoying and really made you mad, which is good. Then we moved on with our day. Now we're back to normal. But I never share because we don't argue all that often. But Can I say two things in his defense? Of Yeah. One. It's not something... that kind of podcast. This is a man-hating podcast, Lewis. Don't know if you well, know that. Today, something very, I'm not going to go into the details, but something really, really weird happened in the race that was like, inc- even for me, it was like, I've never seen this before. This is a little bit confusing. And he was a, he was watching a little ahead of me because the race actually happened at like two or three this morning. So we were both watching it on replay and he was a couple laps ahead. And he was like, hey, can you explain what happened with this thing? And I was like, I'm not totally sure, whatever. He's like, well, they didn't explain it on the feed. Well, like three laps later, they absolutely did explain it in excruciating detail. And he was like, oh, I, you know, the kids were doing something. So like he was attentive enough to the kids that he missed what was happening on the TV. So it's not like he was being totally you know, negligent to the kids. He was paying at least enough attention that it was distracting him from the race. So that's one. Two, if you offer someone a drink and they take you up on the offer and then you have a third person go get the drink for yeah. them, you're the asshole. No, I I yes. disagree with the that because... Hot takes. Here, yeah. And, and is here's it, is why. it that hot? No. Here's why I count, what I counter with. I think in a situ- kid in a kidless situation, yes. In a situation that we found ourselves in last night, which was, I intended to have one friend and one additional child at my house. What I ended up having was three friends and three additional children at my house. So already more people than I was expecting. And I was already irritated with him for other things that I didn't bring up on this podcast. And I am in the room with the kids. He is next to Kate or near Kate and near the, like the closest to the garage. So I'm paying attention to children. He's closer. He can go do that. It's your pod. Yeah, it is. Damn right. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I mean, no. I'm not saying that I would that I expect him to always go get it if I offer. But in this situation, it was clear that it was a better situation for him to go get it. And it wasn't clear to him. Well, it should have been clear to him because I've whipped him in the shape enough to know. But also, but also he knows enough that if I'm in dealing with kiddos, that that that's that's my chore. That's my job. And his job is the other thing. So 
Anyway, I digress. Alex and I do have arguments, whether they're big or small, over Dr. Pepper Zero or other things. I mean, I think but... there was more than about than Dr. Pepper Zero well, going on there, but I was annoyed because <laughs> I didn't like his attitude as soon as he got home mm-hmm. from like before the other people came over. Yeah. Like I just didn't like his attitude. Like that's why I didn't even mention it because it doesn't need like it's like boring. Didn't mm-hmm. like his energy. So and I expected him to come home like happy as a clam. Like when I come home from doing my Kelsey day date things, like I'm happy. I might be tired, but I'm happy. And he was like cranky butt. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, that's it. We argued. We're back. We're fine. Okay. Now me and Lewis are arguing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think we're arguing. I, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, well, Lewis, we're excited to have you on today. Thrilled to be here. Long yeah. time, first time. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not last time. Long time listener, first time caller. So. Yeah, first time participant. <laughs> yeah, we're excited. No, I've been, we, we touched on this briefly in the in the failed first take. <laughs> I have been offering to come on for a long time, but I, I learned just during the the bumblefuck of us trying to do the first set of recording, I wanted to come on and talk about a specific book, Modern Romance by Aziz Ansari. If you're listening to this podcast, not because you're a friend of Kelsey's or Aaron's or mine, but you are actually interested in like, what is it like to be dating or in a romantic relationship in the times of bumble and tinder and all that like definitely go and read that book or audiobook it if you're that kind of person i said we should talk about that book but i told that to aaron and apparently by the time it made its way back to kelsey it was just lewis wants us to read a book yeah and it was and you know what that's on me i could have communicated that better to the group of you instead of making aaron play telephone so sorry about that aaron (laughs) but everyone should read that book including kelsey and aaron and one you have both read it. I will be happy to come back on the pod and we can talk about that as well because there is a lot of interesting and I don't want to totally give up the the ghost on it, but it's basically the most hilarious sociology textbook you've ever read. And it's all about like, you know, why it seems like it's so hard to find somebody on the app, especially if, and I will say this, and this, this might segue well into what we're going to talk about later, especially for women where it's like, you're swiping probably more which which is the good way right is right the approved right is the good way yeah. okay Aaron let me know I'm guessing you're probably swiping left more than you're swiping right yes <laughs> so like if you see someone who's like on the fence like absolutely might be a good match but you know there's there's some stuff that you may not be thrilled about like if you've had to go through the trouble of like it's the year 1980 you've driven your Ford Pinto or whatever and like have to use a pay phone to call a taxi or something if you want to bail on the date like you're going to be a little bit more invested if you're on an app and it's just like oh they're a red Sox fan left there's a million more people in this app who cares like it gives you a really interesting notion of how like the landscape shapes the experience and not necessarily the other way around that i found to be very interesting i do just want to point out that yeah. on october 30th 2022 yeah like last year Mm -hmm. you Lewis and I were texting and 
I said, Aaron said you want to talk about a romance novel, cry, laughy, emoji face, or something like that. Ha ha, we believe in you, like that you know what you're talking about. You say, no, dot, 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 not a romance novel, a sociology textbook called Modern Mm. Romance. Oh, so I did clearly communicate this. Please continue. And I said, that's Aaron relaying a message. (laughs) We're down for anything. (laughs) That's what I said. (laughs) So technically, we gave you the offer. It says, okay, we're down. Okay. Oh, but that was weird I don't my think text... Aaron was down for it. And also, well, I because the way because... it was presented no, was no, I'm not putting it on you, Aaron. Well, the way... I know, but the way it was presented, <laughs> it sounded like it was going to be like a book report. Like all three of us had to read it and present. Like, yeah. our... Thousand words thoughts. minimum, tight, double space, 12 point font, Times New Roman. And don't try that trick where you make the periods 12 and a half because I was a college professor, as with Kelsey. We know that trick. That's not on our watch. Not on our watch, Aaron. but so we're not here today to talk about that but 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 maybe we will be because you're really selling us on on reading the book and listening to the audio but before we jump into what we are talking about you asked if you could well we presented you two options we said do you want to make three Three critiques, comments, whatever, musings of of the pod, or would you prefer to be timed for five minutes and say as much as you'd like? And you chose which option? Five minutes. Five minutes. Because you wanted your whole time today on the pod to be reflection on the pod. Yeah. And I think I even mentioned to Aaron when we initially discussed this, like, that's probably a little bit too meta. That doesn't make me want to do it any less. But (laughs) if you're listening to Casual and Committed and you would like to hear me just talk about the podcast and nothing about like the content of the, just like the format and the host and how Kelsey always sounds like she's recording through a tin can or through one of those things that you make out of two plastic solo cups and a string when you're five years old. If you just want to hear me talk about that for an hour, go on Instagram, casual and committed podcast, (laughs) like, follow and comment and tell Kelsey and Aaron, I want to have Lewis come back and just roast the, the very, very little things. If you like this five minute segment, do that. And if you hate it, also go back and tell them that was really dumb. He can come back on and talk about Aziz, I'm sorry, but not not do this meta hipster nonsense again, because either way, it's good for engagement. <laughs> yeah, okay, I so, said uh, I have more. I have Kelsey, more. Kelsey kept the receipts. Uh oh. <laughs> You're like, we're a we're a real housewives. She came with her manila folder. <laughs> Aaron says, he said, I quote, a part of me wants to keep it meta and discuss the podcast itself, dot, dot, dot. And I said, I don't mind discussing the podcast. I think that wouldn't be so bad. (laughs) Basically, we were overruled by Aaron. She said nobody would find that entertaining. So so I just want you to know, Lewis, somewhere between me and you, if only we texted about this podcast. Yeah. And why don't? It's not this podcast. <laughs> Maybe things yeah. would be different. In an alternate universe, we've already done all the things you've suggested. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, <laughs> in that upside down universe where I can grow a full beard, 
Yes. And we did talk about that, and it's very successful. Long live the empire. But <laughs> before before my five minutes starts, I do want to ask one thing just to make sure that I'm with the most up-to-date information. Yes. If I listened to last week's episode, are there any episodes in the can that I don't know about? Like no. correct. No. Okay. There's nothing Perfect. Can. Okay. Um, in that case, I'm ready. Give me my my countdown to start for five minutes. Okay. <laughs> Do I'm we get to nervous. make comments? Do we get to make comments in your five minutes? We didn't even discuss. Well, that, that. would be hard because he gets five minutes. True. I could I, start stop, start and stop the timer if it got start. too lengthy. Okay, for all of our listeners, maybe you'll share in some of Lewis's thoughts of our own pod. All right, your five minute timer starts in five, four, three, two, one. Okay, no human being is allowed to say I have only listened to one musician. For the last nine months, Taylor Swift. Oh yeah, she's the. I'm, I've seen her once. I'm going to see her again. We're in the queue to go see her in Canada. She's the only musician I listen to. I've listened to every song, but I'm not a Swifty. What? Get a grip. You are obviously a Swifty, and that's fine. I am too. I saw her live. Her only live show in 2016. Hashtag Swifty. But as a as a fellow 1989 baby, me and Tay Tay are are on good terms but you are absolutely a swifty and you do not get to talk as much about her as you talk and then try to cop yourself out of that second of all what potato do you record your audio with seriously <laughs> i switched back like, to my mic i mean you are now but but i think it's truly because i just gave you such unending it was nonsense about it it was um, it sounds like you're standing in the middle of a concrete airplane hanger just like shouting into a megaphone into a microphone that they would use to do like thanks for listening to the bojangles radio hour presented by camel cigarettes like on nbc radio in 1920 like that microphone is all the way across the hangar from you and you're just screaming at it okay okay sounds terrible grow up and buy a real microphone i have one i just get yelled at by aaron (laughs) well use it and use headphones hmm Debatable. Um, this only happened, I think it was your first guest, but you really missed the trick by not having every single person, every guest who comes on the pod tell you what like their AIM screen names were. I feel like that was a missed opportunity. That would have been really fun if everyone had to share what their AIM screen names were when they were yeah. the young. What was yours? Um, I had a couple. I was one of those indecisive weirdos who changed mine all the time. I was like the first person I knew to have an iPod, which not surprising to anyone, but it was Podhead and then my birthday. Perfect. Yeah, one was more than the letter U bargained the number four, like the fallout boy lyric, more than yeah. you bargained for. Cute. And then my my profile, like my what was it that you put in, like your your you like away in, like, description or whatever. Yeah, it was like I want to be the friction in your jeans, which I thought was so clever. We were like a child. No, I'm older <laughs> than both of you. I was in high school. Okay, that's true. You are three years older. Yes. I'll give you 30 seconds no. back. Okay, thank you. As Aaron knows, I always listen at one and a half speed unless Dr. Erica <laughs> is on. That is the deal that we have that when Dr. Erica is on, because she charges by the hour, I have to make sure that I'm using <laughs> like the full, that I'm getting the most, that I listen to her at regular speed. But all the rest of the time, I listen at one and a half. And so it, it was like, even though I had just heard it because we had to start twice, it was so jarring to hear that song at regular speed. Oh, the it intro. Mm-hmm. Was so slow. 
Oh, compare. it's a vibe. But that also brings me to my next thing, which is so much. It really plays into the vibe, which is that the the pod always starts with Kelsey, like hi, Aaron. Like sounds like she's just bumped a line of coke, and Aaron's just like hi, Kelsey. <laughs> like she just watched Eeyore take his own life. Um. <laughs> That's Which is hilarious funny. because I could just as easily see either of you like in the other role. Like Kelsey and I have known each other long enough that I've seen Kelsey when she is just like downtrodden, exhausted, you know, the yes. old like move in weeks or the end of RA training or whatever. And like I've been out with Aaron in the disco room at 2 a.m. just like going, going, going. And so like it's not that Kelsey is an inherently more bubbly and Aaron less bubbly people it's just that there is something about the recording of the pod that always <laughs> seems to lend itself to Kelsey being so 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 type a and Aaron sounding like she is absolutely being drugged here against her will <laughs> which is um, honestly the opposite I know. <laughs> I know I know well you said it not me I'm clipping that too <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you have 30 more seconds, Lewis. I think I'm done, honestly. I'll take I'll I'll yield my time back to the chair. Wow. Well, we'll run it out till the timer goes. So you didn't need the additional 30 from our screen time. So when you said that you wanted to make some observations and critiques of the pod, what you really meant is some observations and critiques of me. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, because I yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, sure. Roast. I just meant roast Kelsey. <laughs> yeah. If you like Kelsey B. Oh, no. You know what? I will. I'll, I'll say this too. I will take my 30 seconds. <laughs> on second thought, Kelsey, you need to let up a little bit on Erin when she's telling stories about like things that she did. Like the, the one last week where she was talking about like sixth grade, not the main story. Yeah. The secondary part of the story where she was like, oh, yeah, the guy on the horse in sixth grade. And you're like, Oh my gosh, Aaron, you need to talk to Eric about this. Why aren't you, you know, why do, why do you always do this? It's like, that happened 20 years ago. Cut her a break. Nope, no <laughs> breaks, no breaks. You cannot, you cannot hold sixth grade Aaron to the same standard that you are holding professional grown-ass Aaron to. That is not fair. No, it all started with that horseback riding scenario oh my God. <laughs> it was already in there something happened in her childhood erica would agree i wasn't wrong uh, erica says speak for right. erica. that's what my First of all, thought when... i will i met with her the other day and she thought oh, no, you were wrong on that boom so... boom i moved away from the mic so i could scream boom well i don't think i'm i, don't think I always I'm... i always liked you dr erica <laughs> Well, I um, thought we were in a good place, me and her. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I just, I, this is not the topic, but I do think that there is something to be said for, like, for those of us that did not have, like, the actual fairy tale story of how we met, like, that it's not the Marshall and Lily story that you and Alex have. Like, of course, people are going to be wistful and and want that we're drawn to that we're, you know nobody sees the red flags at the beginning they only see the green flags at the beginning in the fullness of time but you know at the beginning people people like that we that's what media tells us that's what society maybe you can hear the air quotes listeners in my voice when i say society like that 
that's what society tells us that we're supposed to want. And like, that's how that happens with meet cutes. And, you know, like it's going to be in a, a Drew Barrymore movie or something. No one's ever like, it's kind of messed up that we don't. Some of the healthiest long-term relationships that we see, I can't remember the actress's name, but Bill Murray and the woman who plays his wife in the movie Moonrise Kingdom were like, they're both lawyers and they're just like laying in bed talking about the sort of mundanity of their work. But no one's like, oh, I, on the first date, I'm looking for a, a mundane and, and common level-headed person who I can lay in bed platonically next to in 40 years. Like, that's just not what people are thinking about when they're on a first date or seeing someone across the bar. And I think that it is unrealistic of you, Kelsey, to hold us to that same standard. No, I don't agree, but... <laughs> I don't agree, but I also don't think that me and Alex have a Lillian Marshall story for a How I Met Your Mother moment, but I actually think it is quite mundane, but but I also think your critique on me was my critique on her falling off a horse and thinking that the sixth grade boy saving her life was going to be her Prince Charming, and that was that i i kept saying i think i even said several times i don't listen to the podcast so i don't know but i think i said several times that's actually quite normal but i was giving her shit because of her storytelling she was so into it well she's gotta be into it well obviously lewis but it's also my job to be her foil you know so anyway okay okay now you went well over five minutes there so yeah. Well, thank you for your uh, feedback, Lewis. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Lewis. Really appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I want everyone to tell them how right I was in all of the comments and in all of the social media posts. Reply to the stories. Let uh, them know I was right. They're not all right. I'm. I was right. Anyway, why we are here together today, mm-hmm. besides Lewis roasting us, me, but just um, you. No, just you. Aaron's fine. Yeah. <laughs> is because we thought we could talk on the topic of platonic friendships of people who are attracted to the opposite. Friendships. Like, how am I supposed to friendships say with, yeah. I, I mean, so friendships for me, in our case, yeah. I'm attracted to men, you're attracted to women. And so yeah. we're platonic, but we have a platonic friendship. So in other versions of platonic friendships where you might be attracted to the other person and vice versa, yeah, but you're not, absolutely. and it's Harry Met Sally style, but we're trying to be more. Yeah. And my question, because, because we've had Justin on, but Lewis is our first straight <laughs> male. Well, technically we had Alex on too. Oh but yes. Yeah. I forgot about it. But yeah. he doesn't, I mean, he does. He's married, you know, we eliminate <laughs> that. That's I right. mean, technically I'm married too, if we want to go down that rabbit hole, but <laughs> You said it, not us. Yeah, yeah legal, l- legally only separated for almost, well, definitely more than two years at this point. So whatever. Single. Um, yeah. Casual, not committed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why we selected these names. Yes. Yeah. But my question is, just like the Harry Met Sally movie, can you be friends if you're attracted to them? And like, stay I- friends. Mm. And I think that uh, this is the most cop out answer and i'm sorry (laughs) it depends yeah and i will also say and like maybe this is kind of a hot ish take i'm going to speak in a little bit of a generalization here and i apologize i think 
not because of anything inherent in men or women, but because of just like some societal norms and, and how we in in the United States, in the English speaking part of the United States, all three of us are white. In my experience, I think that it depends more on the ability of where it's two heterosexual people, a man, a heterosexual man and a heterosexual woman. It depends on if the man can just kind of like not be an asshole, honestly. That's my opinion. I think that it is absolutely possible if the guy is not an asshole. I think that it is a lot easier for women generally in my own personal experience to say, hey, I can recognize that this man or woman, that this person is attractive. And that doesn't necessarily mean that I need to act on that, tell them, do anything about it. And I think that for men, we as a group are not always as good about just like, hey, I can recognize academically that this person is attractive and has attractive qualities. And that doesn't mean that I need to try to sleep with them. I think if a guy can do that, then yeah, he can be friends. And I have a lot of platonic female friends who I can absolutely recognize are attractive or have positive qualities or even have qualities that I think would be interesting in a romantic partner or, you know, whatever. But in the same way, I would never try to date one of my best friend's exes just because even if I was attracted to them, just because it's not something you do, mm -hmm. I'm not going to try to date somebody who I have been friends with for however long that I've been friends with them. Oh, like, that's so interesting, really. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Wait, so say that again. You said you won't date someone who you've been friends with. No, not, not necessarily. Not necessarily that. I just mean like, if it's clear that it's just a friendship and that mm -hmm. there's nothing else there, I'm not going to try to force the issue. Yeah, you're not going to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think that guys who are like oh, i felt them and i had to shoot my shot like no you lack self-awareness and self-control and you don't think of the woman who you are doing this at as a full person in the same way that you know how like if you ask someone to marry you you should already know the answer mm -hmm. right i think if you ask someone like hey are you interested in dating me you should kind of already have a sense of the answer and if the sense that if you're, if you are friends with someone for a long time, if I was friends with someone for a long time mm -hmm. and I wasn't sure of what the answer was going to be, I probably shouldn't ask the question. Interesting. But what if you're completely off? Like, why don't you take the risk? Yeah. <laughs> then perhaps I would, perhaps I would then ask like not to, you know. Not, like we're being sponsored by how i met your mother like i don't want to go all ted mosby about it and like break into her apartment and hire an orchestra full of obviously custom made blue instruments because no one has a blue cello if you are friends with someone and you truly have no idea and I, i'm not saying like oh i think there might be something there's some flirtation like in that case absolutely but if you're sure or, or you're fairly sure that they're not interested don't make it weird is my opinion. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I live in Lewis's world more than Aaron's world. But but Aaron, do you do you do you disagree or not disagree, but do you think that you fall into the like take a chance risk it category more than say Lewis or I? 
Yes. And the one thing I do agree with Lewis on is that I think women can be more of friends with guys than guys can be with women because guys are always thinking with with their eggplant emoji sometimes. So even if you are friends with them, and I guess it differs if you are attracted, I should say that if you are attracted, that person you are friends with, I think sometimes their eggplant emoji can sometimes get in the way. <laughs> so that is where in the, if we go back to Harry met Sally and when he's talking to Meg Ryan and he's like, yeah, they can never be friends because of that. That whole scene, I totally agree with him on because I don't think in some ways a lot of men can be just platonic. I think sometimes they're forced into that situation because the woman hasn't really shown any attraction or the, oh, hey, I want to date you towards that person. So then I think they are put in that, that corner. But I think it's much more difficult for them. I think they have a much harder time about it. Interesting. <laughs> what do you opinion. think, Elf? <laughs> well, so I feel like my situation is also very different because for the majority of my life, I have been with somebody. So I think that instantly makes like anybody that I'm friends with, like of the opposite sex in my case, just a friend. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I do think it's a little different. Like, even if. I just like, I don't think I've ever put off energy either that like there's a possibility. Do you know what I mean? I, I do think that that makes it a different answer, but I think that if you took Alex out of the equation, but I do think that I would be too nervous probably to have been reading the signals wrong that I would just rather you know, maintain whatever friendship level, you know, I had with that person. I could see that. But I would totally have like made up stories in my head (laughs) for sure. Well, and I think that is maybe more normal than people think. Oh yeah. I think so too. I think my opinion is that the difference is that many men, not all many, are conditioned from a young age to think like as a man every thought that exists in my head needs to be spoken into the world Mm. if i have this idea that like oh wouldn't it be cool if if me and this person who i've been friends with for years and years were dating like i'm a guy she's a girl she's attractive she's never shown any interest in me but i can see that she's very attractive i'm gonna make our friendship really awkward and ask her out Mm-hmm. Or profess my, or even worse, profess my undying love and tell her <laughs> I've always had a thing for her. And it's been so hard to watch her date this coterie of insane people. And it's like, dude, just keep it in your fucking pants. Like, it doesn't have to. You can recognize that someone is attractive. You can even be attracted to a person and not act on it. And the proof is, if you're not a total skis and you don't hit on your friends who are women who are in committed relationships or married and you don't hit on your friends who are gay or lesbian and you know that they're not attracted to you then you can absolutely not hit on your straight female friends right and make it and if you do then the problem is not with them friend zoning you the problem is that you're just an entitled jerk yeah i do think it's possible i think it would be really hard to this is 
taking it a little farther now, this discussion. So in our case, Lewis, we became friends when I are, which is again, the majority of my life and any friends that I make, but you and I became friends first. And then Alex was dating me, but not physically near me when we met. And so then he joined like the friendship later. I think we should talk about that in a little bit, but Mm -hmm. the, to progress what we were just talking about a little bit different than our situation, which is you are, say you and I are friends, Mm -hmm. both single. And then one of us started dating somebody else, Mm -hmm. but we're friends. And then I think in that scenario, I would have a really hard time if I was the new person coming in and my partner had like a really close friend in our case we would hang out like every single day we worked together and we hung out together every single day but I think it'd be really hard for me to like accept Alex if I had met him later in life and he had a really good friend like that was a girl like I think that would be very hard for me to like deal with for a very long time oh yeah and I have been in long-term romantic relationships with people who when they kind of honestly realize because I don't necessarily keep it a secret but like I I have a very good friend there is a a woman who I am very close friends with was in their wedding who the fact that her and I are friends and completely platonic except for like two really weird weeks like it was in 2007 2008 so what is that 15 18 years ago whatever it is like almost two decades ago and like my the girlfriends they just can't get past it Mm -hmm. like i just can't it's just it's so weird it's so weird that that you're like friends with her like get a grip yeah you know but i recognize that and i have dated people who are still friends with their exes and it it weirds me out a little bit too so i i get it yeah have either of you have either of you dated someone who had because again in our scenarios we're all straight like have you i've have you dated someone who was friends with someone of the opposite sex like you entered in with someone who like had a pre-existing friendship yes and how did you feel about that Aaron, I feel like I'm <laughs> no, I was just totally listening. Done. I don't I don't really think so. The only one that comes to mind is my college boyfriend with a couple of like my, my lifeguard friends like back in the day. He didn't really appreciate one of them because mm-hmm. him and I him and I were like besties. But then that drifted off like once he got married, because it's like how do you it's kind of hard to keep up a relationship like that when once they get married because i feel like i feel Mm -hmm. it might give the ick i think to the fiance or to the wife the wife oh interesting you're saying that you ended a friendship because because they got married Mm -hmm. oh i think it's totally fine unless you couldn't be because it was a harry sally situation no 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 no, it wasn't that it um... or just it's harder i mean that's something that i encountered when when I got married, like, you just have less time to keep up with friendships, you know? Maybe. I to be <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, there is a 
I think living together is where it actually happens, even without the maybe commitment. Yeah, fair enough. Like the house obligations plus the like spending time together. But, but Lewis, you said, yes, you have been with somebody who was like friends with someone. Yeah. I I've, I've been with people. I've been with someone who had a very close, I've been with a woman who had a very close guy friend and that was totally normal. And like, then he and I were friends, but then I've also been, I dated a woman who is still friends with one of her exes and like that was a little bit more so like i can see why people thought it was weird but like me and this other girl were still friends even though it was forever ever ever ago yeah i I see it you know i guess it's kind of like a do as i say not as i do like you know it's it's easy for me to say like i don't know why people are so dumb about it and then it's like well maybe i can actually see why people are so dumb about it yeah i think friends with your exes is also a whole other like, I can't even imagine. I think I would die inside if the person that I was with was well, friends with their ex. Yeah, I, mean, I do with think any it's a them. really mature and great quality, to be honest. But I listened to a radio show and one of like the like recurring co-hosts, Jamie Kennedy, is on there. Yeah, and- <laughs> yes, Jamie I- Kennedy is like a very famous person. You didn't have to be like. Oh yeah, right. Like you. Well, I just am saying why I know this about him. Like, yes, he is a celebrity himself, but but he has said like several times on the radio show that like he is friends with a lot of his exes still, and that he finds it like strange when people can't be like friends with their exes, and like I think that's a really endearing quality of his, and I think it's cute of other people but if i were to be with somebody and they were friends with their exes i think that would again i would be a hermit so it wouldn't actually be a real scenario i think that'd be very very hard for me too well i'm i'm not going to disagree with you but i am going to challenge you a little bit as Mm -hmm. someone who does not have any exes and Mm -hmm. who the person who you are married to does not have any exes right that I think that the whole idea of exes is just kind of so foreign to you personally that perhaps that is just like an unknown thing and not like an actual problem. Agree. No, agreed. And in our cases, like I could never be friends with Alex, like if we were not going to be together. So I'm like, not convinced that you're friends now, honestly. <laughs> because of our <laughs> argument? No, we are. We are. No, I know. But yes, I 100% agree that very much stuck in like a child. Like there are some parts of me that are very underdeveloped that become matured not necessarily by age, but by experience and exes and like that whole, yeah, no, for sure. (laughs) Jealousy, like that whole side of me, like I am not jealous. Like I trust Alex. However, I know that if I were to be single again, that that part of me is so underdeveloped compared to probably what a typical 31 year old like who's dated and like had some relationships and has been single like that that is so I'm so underdeveloped in that area I don't think that like if you're not friends with exes like 
that's like oh like, agreed. I agree you know like i'm not friends with any of them and my high school boyfriend like lives down the road with like the girl that he ended up dating and marrying and having kids with after me you know and i don't want to be friends with them i think it's just i think it's like a case-by-case thing like yeah in the person i don't think it's like some type of insecurity or anything if you don't want to be friends with exes i mean i think I think if you're somebody who loves hard and loves deeply, I think it's very hard and difficult to be friends with an ex after Oh, all yes. That. I don't think it's weird yeah. to – I don't think – I think Jamie Kennedy is a real sweetie pie for saying mm-hmm. that he likes to be friends with his exes. I'm saying I am not developed enough to allow the person I'm with to be friends with their exes. But <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just I mean, work for me. <laughs> that's, there's a level of self-awareness there. It's your admission of that, that I'm not going to say I'm surprised by, but I will say that I am pleased by it. Yes. Yep. To to quote 30 Rock, my favorite show, characters that you care about show growth. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 Not to totally yep. derail us and, and take it back to like the plight of the, the man in the dating world. Cause I, you know, there are other yeah. advantages to being a man, but. One thing that I will say that I think relates very closely to this is that men have not historically had really good resources for the healthy expression of emotions and platonic friendships and the idea of platonic love and like the idea of, you know, that it, if I, I mean, I, I, I absolutely love my friend, Alex. He is, is one of my best friends, if not my best friend. I absolutely love my friend Ryan, the two guys who were like the groomsmen in my wedding. I love those guys. And I have no problem saying I love you to them when we are on the phone, when we hug it, when we hug it out. And like, I was just visiting Ryan in DC last week. And like, we were on the subway and in full view of God and every, well, I guess we were underground. So I don't know if God can see underground, but in full view of everyone on the subway car, you know, we two hand embraced hugged. And I was like, I love you. And he was like, I love you too, man. I'll, you know, I'll see you around Thanksgiving. And like I have no problem with that, but I know that that's not true of every, yeah, of every heterosexual man, and that there is that whole like oh no homo or like love you bro like you've got to say it like so steeped in in irony, and I think that there is some part of that weird like toxic masculinity that can lead to these malformed ideas of like oh this is a woman who our relationship has been entirely platonic, but. There is a, a not a sexual intimacy, but a vulnerability and, and the discussions that friends have, regardless of gender or attraction. And that like in our malformed monkey brains, we're like, oh, she wants the dick. Like, because we have talked about our mm-hmm. families. Like that's the only the only time that I have ever had that conversation is with my mother and people I'm having sex with. And I'm having that conversation with her, therefore sex. And that sucks. And it it sucks for us that we're in that position. And it sucks for the women of it all who, again, have that sort of Faust upon them. But I I think not an excuse, but I think that is a serious issue that we don't really know how to properly express our feelings. Hi, everyone. When I'm ever coming on these at the end. We have a part two with Lewis coming next Tuesday. So again, if you liked what you heard, follow us on Instagram 
and look out for our continued conversation with our dear friend Lewis next Tuesday. All right, see you then. Mm-hmm.